La guía de regalos de O'Reilly Auto Parts tiene opciones por debajo de 20 dólares, como un medidor digital para llantas, set de destornilladores, luz de trabajo LED y más. Los profesionales en autopartes te ayudarán a encontrar el regalo perfecto. Realiza tus compras en tu tienda O'Reilly Auto Parts más cercana o en O'ReillyAuto.com. Welcome back to This Week in Crime, everybody. I'm Steve Fury. I'm here with the mulleted madman himself. Solid Trujillo. And we got our new producer, Katie. What up, dog? How you doing? What's up, guys? Good to see you. Fantastic. We're recorded live at the Comedy Store in the Comedy Store Studios. How you been, buddy? How you been doing? Pretty, pretty good, man. I'm, I'm all about it. I, uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, I, got some, I'm book, I booked a commercial. Ooh! Now you've had a few commercials before. I've had one commercial. Okay. I've had uh, I, I like I don't do commercial acting. You know, I'm a comedian first, and everything else is just for. I, I had a Little Caesars commercial that mm. one time yeah. that I got cut out of, but they it still paid a lot of money, so mm-hmm. I'll take it. Any commercial that is nonsense, I'll take it. Just cut me out of it and pay me money. Yeah, you could easily be the Little Caesars flow. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like this little, this little mulleted man who pops up. Just in a toga? Yeah, you want to get a stomachache off cheap pizza? You want some potluck pizza? I got you. What did you, series. didn't you get to do the last one with someone cool? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was the quarterback of the, the Rams. That's oh, cool. a little Stafford action. A little Stafford action. He was really nice, though he refused to be, uh, he like, he, he had like, uh, like uh, you know what my contract says. He, could, he wouldn't throw the football. Contractually, he would not throw the football. I guess that was in his thing, but they were like, Can you throw the football a little bit? They're like, nah, nah, saving the arm. I mean, it's probably a lot like as a comedian when someone asks you to tell a joke. You know what I mean? I guess, but uh, I, you're not, we're not throwing jokes by the river. We're like, how do you skip rocks by the river? You're like, nah, nah, sorry, river, can't skip rocks today. You know, like, I don't, I don't understand that. I guess, I guess he's trying to protect the, his arm. But are you trying to protect your jokes? I don't. I don't get. No, I just don't want to be someone's monkey that I have to do whatever they want me to do. But he, it's a Little Caesars commercial that is <laughs> paying him a lot of money. But he probably. You got to think how often this dude people ask him to throw him something. I don't think a lot. I wouldn't. Would you ask him to throw the football to you, bro? What I would do if I was you and I was working there, I would have walked by him, drop my keys, continue to walk like ten steps, and be like, "Hey, Matt, can you?" Toss me those keys. Real Why quick. would I do that? Set myself up for failure. Because then he's going to freaking dart it right it. into my chest. And I'll go, oh, <laughs> I don't want that. So, okay, what's a commercial? What are you doing on a commercial? It's 12 hours of waiting most of the time. Oof. And then it's tw- it was 24 hours, 12 hours first day, 12 hours second day. And you're just waiting and eating uh, delicious food the whole time. I had a little Mexican lady make me omelets at 6 a.m. Yeah. It was phenomenal omelets. That's the thing. That's the best. Th- that's the hardest thing about work. Because I, uh, I was a host of that show, uh, on E. On E. Well, yeah. it's on. It's on Hulu now. I like to <laughs> brag a little on more e, that's on Hulu. It was on E, but things graduate. <laughs> Charizard was a Charmander, but now he's a Charizard. You don't bring up Pokemon's past. <laughs> okay, so all right. It's on Hulu, and um, the craft services was just the craziest part of thing because they got everything you want. Yeah, and it's craft services on top of craft services because you mm-hmm. get there. There's just like the old, the lady making omelets both days, and then there's the little truck with snacks. Mm-hmm. Then after they don't they didn't give me Little Caesars once. I figure two birds, mm-hmm. you know. But I guess it's like we know what this does to you. We don't need people in the restroom the whole time. <laughs> just sweating on <the> camera. <laughs> just, oh, I can't be on set right now. It's hot, ready. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> you know, it was a funny one when I did. Uh, 
the show, they started, it was 12 hours a day, and I was on camera the whole time. The whole time? Yeah, the whole time. That's Having terrible. to run bits. I mean, you got like, in between, they would take time or something. Yeah. But so towards the end, they start pumping us with alcohol. <laughs> Guy just came up to me, he's like, hey, you want a vodka Red Bull? You gonna say oh, no to that? Yeah. Dude. I was like, damn, I thought you were the sound guy, but yeah, sure, come on up. I started smashing those. There's a few episodes where I am tanked. My eyes are <laughs> this all. This is a little fizzy, man. I don't yeah. know about this one. They're like, no, no, no. It'll help you act better. Come here, baby. I'll blow, blow, blow. Drink, drink. Um, what do I got going on? I'm headlining La Jolla Comedy Store this weekend. Congrats on that, buddy. That's a. That's a. I mean, I think it's a big deal. Headlining the comedy, just the comedy store family in general. Yeah. Um. You started as a door gal here. Sort of. Yeah. And now you're headlining, headlining the La Jolla. Yeah, it means a lot. It definitely is pretty awesome. I'm very excited. I'm hoping, you know, you know, you you jumped up in a bunch of followers. Actually, we should talk about that in a little bit. Uh, how many followers you've been get, gaining? But um, you know, we're gaining a little bit of people. I play San Diego a lot, so I'm hoping that you know I've done all the stadiums with Bird down there, and I'm just hoping that you know people come out. And it's just such a it's a Weekend. scary thing. Weekends are scary. Weekends are scary. As a new Headliner. headliner, yeah. As a new headliner, weekends are scary. A lot of clubs don't want to take uh, the risk on a new headliner mm -hmm. because who's going to come out to see you? I've been with young headliners where there were 15 people yeah. on like a Saturday late. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've never heard of this guy and neither of people. <laughs> I spend my life in comedy <laughs> all day, every day, and I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, because there's so many comedians now. So it's just difficult to fill seats. But the fact that they were like, all right, Steve, you know, you're our little yeah. baby boy. Here's Here's a weekend. One one nighters are different. One nighters are different. It's a, le a little easier to you get a hundred people, and if you sell it a one night or two, you make so much money, and it's so many less people you have to get into a place. So, and it's just all in one shot. Yep, you're not doing it through a, a go in and out, grab the bag, cut salary. Mm -hmm. You know, depending on how many people show up, maybe a little bit more. I'm gonna be salary. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm I working got, overtime. I got salary vibes. <laughs> Uh, but did you, get, did you get to choose your features? No. So, you know, kind of my level right now is kind of get fallout weekends. <laughs> We're going to have an AGT dog like feature for you this weekend. Just whatever features. Yeah. Whatever they got before. I think I got a guy named James Schrader. He's, if you ever watch, uh, Hulu, he's always in the commercials, like the Dr. Squatch. It's like some men's. Oh, deodorant soap. I wouldn't use that as a credit. <laughs> I think he's known as Doctor Squatch down there. They're very proud of him. They're very proud of him as being known as Doctor Squatch. That's the same thing. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be want to known as the Little Caesars flow guy. <laughs> like I'm Saul. I do stand up. That's a separate entity. Little Saul. <laughs> um, no, but you know, but if you're from a smaller scene like San Diego, like if I was in Sacramento and you were known as the Little Caesars guy, oh, that'd be fucking awful. Tight. Would that be? Just now, a cholo going, hey, Lou Caesar, do the dance. Because they'd have me do Unready. Everybody just calls you out. <laughs> I would hate that so It comes much. deep dash. So to be called Dr. Squatch, you're like, it's good. Yeah, it's it's good. good soap. <laughs> it's fine soap. Have you ever used it? It's fine. It's like a stone. That's yeah. all. It's like natural soap. I was like, yeah. this is a straight up river rock. And you want me to clean myself with it. Is there algae supposed to be in it's this? Some antibacterial substances that are bad for my skin. I found fish eggs. <laughs> But, dude, you're going to have a good time because it's San Diego. It's yeah. San Diego. It's so much fun. I I think San Diego is, if I could live anywhere, I think I would live in San Diego. By the beach. By the beach. It's just it's big enough to not be annoying. Yeah, but like small enough LA, still. Yeah, yeah, small enough still to not be as annoying. Like, L.A. can be 
certain parts of LA, I'm like, this is too big. Yeah. You know? Like downtown LA is a lot mm. for me to grasp. Like we're, me and the lady are looking at apartments to live in. We've like X'd out any parts of downtown LA. We don't yeah. want to live in a building where we have to live in the building as shelter. Like, you yeah. know, like, a, like it's walking dead outside and they're like, oh, as long as we stay in this building. We're it's a hundred percent walking dead. <laughs> yeah, first floor, that. first four floors. No one's there. Windows are busted out. But then you take an elevator and then there's like a lady who greets you with a hot towel. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is the Illuminati. Uh, did they put you up? Yeah. So the cool thing is that they used to do is we, we they, Comedy Store owns a condo down there on the beach. And it's on the beach. Like it goes condo, path, beach, and Pacific Beach or La Jolla. Yeah, it's Pacific Beach. And it was sick. But they started Red uh, airbnb it out. Ugh. Yeah. So now, but now I get a, a sick-ass uh, hotel. Airbnb is a crime in itself. And yeah. you buy it, and if you do it, like buying it, the the eight hundred dollar charge. I just straight up motels, hotels all day. I can't do Airbnbs. You still Airbnb? I've done it a few times. I remember the last one I went to. <laughs> it was in Phoenix. I was doing this club that's now defunct called the Comedy Spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was a low. It was a low end club. The guy. The D club. It's mm -hmm. a D club. At the end, the guy paid me in cash, but it was like eight hundred bucks in like fives. <laughs> so, 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 you had to ask a server, like, "Can you cover a hundred more bucks? I got to pay the." He money. tried to do the comedy handshake. <laughs> in comedy handshake, you put your paying and you hit like this. My guy hit me with like a fucking grapefruit, uh, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm walking home." Okay, a snowball full of dirty ones. <laughs> So gross. I'm like, why is it wet? Uh, so he gave that to me. So then I uh, got an Airbnb. Bro, this Airbnb, okay. I guess I didn't know it was on the bad side of town. I get in there. The door's open. And when I walk in, I knock. I go, hey, is Felicia there? And I turn around, and there's just a baby on the couch. That's Felicia. Welcome to the Airbnb. <laughs> how you doing? Hey, Felicia. Hey, girl. What room am I taking? <laughs> I just learned how to count. Also, no smoking indoors. Bro, I go, Felicia. And then I was like, whose baby is this? And then what? I, I think they were fucking. Wait a minute. Not the baby. <laughs> uh-huh. Baby's all hot and heavy. Um, why does this room smell like sex, baby? Uh, no, I think they were fighting or fucking in the other room because then they come out and the guy's like got no shirt on and they give me this little room and I go, okay, you know, I go to the room. Room's pretty bad. I stay out. You know, it's tiny bed. It looks like a, looks like one of those rooms that like John Wick would go to, like a safe house. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing on the wall. There's no personality, but there's a stool. And so I stay out of there most of the time. I get back at night and they have a party. <laughs> Someone brought a the where the baby sat was gone, and now there's a pool table there, and they're all partying. And then so I was like, this might be my last Airbnb ever. Well, how much did you pay for the Airbnb? That's the question, my friend. What did you pay for that? I think it was a cool forty-five bucks. Yeah, you're getting forty-five dollars. It's just a place to close your eyes in. Yes. But you don't close your eyes in. Don't close your eyes. Because there was a baby. Now there's no longer a baby. And I think they traded the baby for the pool table. <laughs> you guys want a fresh baby? <laughs> I think next time you do something in a situation like that, find a little ding ding so the guy comes out shirtly. So hold on, puts a yeah. vest on. <laughs> Have a little hospitality, Felicia. <laughs> the baby's taking a Three stars. Ball. Still not that bad. Pretty good sleep. <laughs> All right, let's get another show. Yeah. Gonna bang this one out from CBSSports.com. Chief Superfan arrested in Oklahoma, charged with armed bank robbery. 
Xavier Babudar, B-A-B-U-D-A-R, is known as a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan who dresses up as a wolf to attend home and road games. He is also a bank robber. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to both home and away games. You're just showing your face to too many places. Oh, no, he does not show his face. We're going to throw up the emblem. This is what he dresses like. <laughs> not for the internet, but she'll put it up there. The man is a wolf. Yeah, um, yeah. Why is he dressed like Teen Wolf? He's, just, he's, just the teen he's elderly wolf, wolf. He's hospice wolf. <laughs> he's hospice wolf. He's got mange. He's got the little drip in his vein. He's got he's a drip in his vein. Also, big question, what does a wolf have to do with the chief? <laughs> it's just a personal choice. You know, he could have chose anything. Might have been all they had on sale at the Halloween store at the moment. He's like, I'll just put a chief's things over it. Yeah, it's like November 16th. He's still going to the Halloween store. He's like, what do you guys got? And they're like... I don't want to be the shirtless guy with the with the eye on the chief. I don't want to do that. Think of something different. He's like, I could either work out or I found this in a gutter. <laughs> I could be gutter wolf. I found out what used to be a coat, and then I sewed it into a wolf and then, mask on it. And then a it's a dead dog. It's a. De I'm wearing a dead dog. When Babudar didn't show up to the Chiefs game against the Houston Texans on Sunday, there was a current concern about his whereabouts. But that has since been put to rest. On December 16th, police arrested Babudar in Bixby, Oklahoma at 10.15 a.m. and charged him with numerous offenses, including armed robbery. Babudar was suspected of robbing the Tulsa Teachers Credit Union in the town earlier that morning. <laughs> what? Why that bank? That's the, the teacher's – what the hell? Just a, finally the champion we all need, you know? <laughs> Someone that's finally going to take down these dirty, rotten teachers. <laughs> how much cash did he leave with? How much teach, How much money does he think a teacher's credit union has? Like, <laughs> I left with a cool $348 and a bag of apples. <laughs> what? I don't know, but I got a lot of marks or marks a lot. <laughs> According to the police report, Babudar's bond was set at 200 grand, and he was charged with wearing a mask in commission of a felony. That's a funny thing. Did anyone know about that law? You can't have a mask when you're committing a felony? I had no idea. Babudar also faces charges of possessing a firearm in commission of a felony and threatening a violent act. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, this man is 100%, you know... He's pretty... He loves to wear masks. He's very into masks. He's pro-mask. <laughs> he loves to play dress-up. <laughs> he loves it. It's his favorite thing. I feel like he just heard that the best place to hide is in the open. He was like, okay, so dress-up as a wolf in chief's clothing? <laughs> chiefs instead of sheeps. You did it, dude. <laughs> Bixby Police Chief Todd Blish released a statement after Babudar's arrest in which he credited all involvement for helping the officers arrest the suspect just minutes after alleged robbery. The quick and decisive action of the witness permitted Bixby police officers to respond in less than two minutes and have the suspect in custody within six. Bixby coming quick. We are so appreciative of the witness, the bank employees, and the officers that responded to capture this person. I'm especially proud of our officers who are able to respond quickly and set up a perimeter and make their arrest. It seems like the Chiefs might have to continue the pursuit of another Super Bowl without Babudar in the stands. Saul, you're going to rob a bank. Give me your top four outfits you'd wear. All right. I'm going to go number one, a mine. Never talk. You just like, 
improv the whole time. I know. It's like, you, you can't, did, did I say anything to get <laughs> I it's incriminating? I acted it out. Smart. <laughs> Very smart. Uh, insane Clown Posse, for fun. Yep. Just to let them know that we're criminals mm-hmm. and that this is a gang affiliation. Mm-hmm. And let's see, uh, carnival face painting. I'm going to go with a dragon, maybe a flower, maybe like a kitty. It. I like that. Uh, and then uh, just a paper bag with eye holes. We'll be mm-hmm. really minimalistic about it, you know? Like, yeah. ooh, he's like a food for less bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who robbed us? The unknown comic. <laughs> Anyone remember him yeah, in the audience? Anyone I old do. enough? <laughs> Me, number one, blackface. Uh, All that's right. what I would wear. Getting canceled while <laughs> robbing a bank. That's nice. It would just say local racist <laughs> robs a bank. <laughs> <laughs> or racist going like, I told you. Like, wait a minute. I'm going to double it up. Chinese rice hat. Ah, oh, boy. Going there real zen, you know. Um, <laughs> You're picking strawberries? <laughs> picking strawberries, yep. I would also go Teletubbies, get five guys. You know, I'm obviously Poe. And we go in there, don't make anything, and then uh, rob somebody. Last uh, mask of John Sosis's face. <laughs> Gotta blame somebody. Coming for you, John. <laughs> she get for not being here, John. You're going down. Welcome to Bixby, Oklahoma, bitch. You just <laughs> robbed the teachers union. <laughs> and that is the first story of this week in Crime Pod. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. All right. Up next, this is something that I really love. Large stash of drugs, 400,000 in stolen artwork recovered by the police from Colorado hotel room. What a headline. Delicious. The Boulder Police Department announced Monday they recovered 400 grand in stolen American paintings. On December 14th, employees of a company transporting several pieces of art from Los Angeles to Colorado stayed the night at a hotel in Boulder. The next morning, they discovered the truck's padlock had been cut open. Five paintings, all from well-known American artists, had vanished. What the fuck? My question, what's better? Normal art that you bought at an auction... Or stolen art. I mean, for me, I'm gonna go stolen art. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think? I feel like stolen, stolen art. It's just, yeah, it's just better. It's, it's mystic. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. Now it's better. It's mystic, and it's mystical. You know what I mean? I don't want people to come in and be like, "Is that a Monet?" I want them to be like, "Hey, how'd you get a monkey paw and crystal skull in your armoire?" <laughs> is that a Monet? Got no idea what that is. Let me be honest with you. I don't know, but I got it from Colorado. Got it off a truck. Okay. Don't ask me any more questions. <laughs> the paintings being transported included an Elaine de Kooning. Famous for her abstract portraits of President John F. Kennedy. Sounds fun. A bucolic, B-U-C-O-L-I-C painting by Jane Fleicher, F-R-E-I-L-I-C-H-E-R, Fleicher, and three landscapes depicting the Taos and Laguna Pueblos by well-known members of the Tao Society of Arts. Also, real quick, reading's hard, okay, everybody? We don't know how to spell things. Me and Steve aren't good at reading, but we're reading it. Well, I think she's editing out when I fuck up. Oh, I was just gonna—I was just making it a bit. Okay, yeah. Also, reading is hard, America. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just letting you know because I'm going to start reading pretty soon. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not judging you at all because then I'm like, is that Fleischer? I'm like, no, no, because then you're going to get with a word that you don't know. Fleischer? I think it's Fleischer. Fleischer? Okay, Fleischer. That's how dumb I am. I don't know. You probably could be right. I mean, whatever I said, I don't think was English. So <laughs> I would guess And if it Fleischer. was, whatever, dude. Yeah, if it was, I made up a new uh, word. Also, imagine stealing art. Okay. Yeah. You stole it. And when you get home, you realize all you got was an abstract of John F. Kennedy, whatever the fuck a bucolic is in some landscapes by Laguna Pueblos. <laughs> I'd be pissed. I would say failure. You didn't get one dog playing poker. Nah. No Ansel Adams. No. And not a single baby dressed as a bee. Where's the Campbell soup can situation? <laughs> You're going to just give me a blank slate with scribbles on it? I don't want that shit. Oh. I mean, it's stolen art though. Like I like I I the only type of stolen art I like is I took it from a coffee shop. You know what I mean? It oh, was 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. And then some they who made a really good latte. Mm -hmm. It can't stop me. You need a real security guard there. I find that they bolt those things down. Do you think they both? No, I think you could easily just take them. See, that that comes from a man who's never tried to steal coffee art before. Oh, I have. I've lifted it up going, like, I could steal this. And then I mm -hmm. put it back. I didn't steal it. But I was like, eh. You just come out and your shirt's all like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you shaped like a bunch of art that you stole? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you took a bull kick. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is dude. that the Laguna Pueblos made by well-known <laughs> members of the Tao Society of Arts? On like, your no, this is just Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> Are you an art guy? What's the best piece of art? Katie, we're going to come to you for this after him. What's the best piece of art you've ever seen? I would go Jesus in the Footsteps of the Sand. That's my. That's the best piece of art I've ever seen. I don't even know that one. It's very. It, it, I just remember it being in my living room as a child. Mm. And then it was just like footsteps in the sand and it's a Jesus picture and it comes with a poem. Mm, yeah, I remember like this is pretty sick. This is pretty cool. <laughs> what do you got? I don't have anything. I don't think I've ever like. You've never been moved by a piece of art? No, not really. I think it's cool, but it's not like something that I'm. Oh, interesting. You know, I think I think it's cool, but I go to art museums. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fun. Nothing hits you. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. I'm with her. I went to the art museum here in Los Angeles. We almost got kicked out because all I did was punching up. All I did was shit on all the paintings, and like people around me were very upset. Like people around me who were like into the art, yeah. just me and my wife, and just me booing a picture, like boo, <laughs> you stink. This big sir, could you not boo the pictures? I'm like I'm gonna. <laughs> Dude, I went to the Broad, and one of the art pieces was just a big chair, like a wooden chair that you could go under. I, I don't like, get right. it, dude. What is it? It's just a chair. Like I guess it's cool. When patrol officer Patrick Meehan learned the artwork was in a hotel room in Lakewood, the Boulder Police Department coordinated with their Lakewood colleagues to seize the opportunity. A search of the room resulted in the recovery of all stolen artwork still intact, as well as numerous other stolen items, such as a handgun and electronics. Additionally, officers recovered a large stash of drugs, nearly 2,000 fentanyl pills, and 23 grams of meth. Jesus Christ, dude. That's a little extroverted. Yeah, that's a fun night. That's what we call that in Sacramento in the Valley where we're from. That's a goddamn good time. <laughs> also, imagine it's you and me, okay? Me me and Saul, one of my best buds. Having fun. We're having fun. We're taking fentanyl, smoking meth, shooting guns, playing with our new electronics, and looking at our Elaine de Koonings. 
<laughs> Saturdays are for the boys. For the boys, dude. And Sundays are for recovering. You need to go to brunch or something. You're going to be fucked up you after need that. need 1 p.m. eggs to fix all that fentanyl out of your blood. <laughs> I mean, they must have thought they had such a good night coming. The suspect has been identified as Brandon Camacho Levine. 31 has been booked on an array of charges totaling nearly almost 20. The FBI also insist assisted in the investigation. The art advisor for the Colorado couple whose two paintings were stolen expressed outrage at the turn of events. She goes, my reaction was fury. I was so upset that they had been taken, said Colleen Fanning. We were shocked and appalled and had no idea that something like this could ever happen. You you never knew things could be stolen from you? I mean, I get stuff stolen from me all the time. I do it in return. You know? <laughs> Stealing is like a wheel. You know, yeah. it's like you get stolen from, you steal from someone else. They steal, steal, steal. Give and take stealing mm -hmm. all the way around, you know? The Boulder police explained that the black market for stolen artwork is not as large as it used to be. My question is, fuck, I want to go to the black market. Do you? I, yeah, if it was just like a wow. storefront, wow. storefront black market, or what is the black market? I'm thinking it's like a Costco in Kuwait. <laughs> it's like a Syrian Costco. You're really putting a storefront to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, it's gonna be, and you're gonna, it's gonna be in bulk too. You can't go into the black market and buy one gooning. You put your hand in there, it's just like a thing of guns, just like, <laughs> like you're going through nuts, you're like, alright plastic fruit bag, just open it up put a little fentanyl pills <laughs> like, no. like, a, like a guns for less I or like a whole it, pills? Dude. You gotta have a membership for sure, the card's sick too, I can only imagine You don't have a membership to that place and you're trying to check my receipt after, mm. I'm just gonna walk around you right? <laughs> <laughs> they do that at Walmart, they try to check your receipt I'm like, I didn't, I'm gonna walk around this I, lo I love it too, like the guy's checking, he's like, alright, 2,000 pills of fentanyl, one piece of stolen art, two guns, a child. Um, <laughs> Sir, you forgot to pay for this 24-pack of waters at the bottom. <laughs> I didn't forget. You caught me. That's actually PCP. <laughs> I got a thing. I got a story for the internet here. So as uh, everyone knows, Katie doesn't know, I have lived quite a criminal life from selling drugs to robbing people and stuff like that. You're a good guy. I, you know, I had fun. I almost stole a lot of art, expensive art. All right. <laughs> so this is what happened, right? So when I used to sell drugs, there was this kid. I cannot stand this kid to this day. I haven't seen him in probably 20 years. No, no, I'm not that old. 15 years. I cannot stand this kid. He was a step-nephew of one of the greatest um, artists, artists to ever come out of California. He, uh, If you've ever seen the California license plate with the palm tree... Now, this kid was his step-grandson, so he wasn't even fucking related to the guy. But the guy would give him, like, 20, 30 grand a month. Whoa. And this kid was the worst kid I've ever met in my life. He was the epitome of what a piece-of-shit rich kid is. He's a step-grandson. He's a step-grandson. He's not even fucking related to the guy. Yeah. He's nothing. So I'm selling drugs. I'm selling drugs out of my parents' house when they're gone, when I'm probably 18 or 19. Guy pulls up, selling weed at this time. Maybe You're an entrepreneur. Pills. I'm an right? entrepreneur, okay. Guy pulls up, sends his friends into my house. I'm talking to his friend for a little while, give him the weed. As he goes out there, the kid starts slamming on his horn. Slamming on it. And I run out. I go, hey, man, don't fucking slam on your horn. He slams on his horn again and then peels out. Guy's in a brand new BMW, 16 years old. I chase him down the street. Sadly to say, I'm not as fast as BMW. Week later, I see him walking past my other house. As he's walking there, I'm driving past. He's walking in a group of 10 kids. Now, I know all these kids. They know me. I've been selling drugs in the area for a while. It's kind of had a reputation. 
I park the car. I get out in front of all of his friends. I pick him up and I slap him in the face. It says, don't you ever fucking disrespect me again. How hard of the slap? As hard as I could. It, it was like, you ever see those Russian slap boxing things on Instagram? Yes. Like where a guy's just hitting him. I hit him as hard as I could. His girlfriend screamed. All his friends said, hey, Fury, good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just slapped a man. What, are they going to defend him? I was also big back then and yeah. buff and mean. So I was a completely different person. They didn't want any part of it. His girlfriend screaming as I slapped her boyfriend. I dropped the kid. Now, about a year later, it's the summertime. I learned that this kid, I learned who's, he's having parties at a, like a depot. What, what would you say? Kind of like a, a warehouse. Like a warehouse. He's having yeah. parties warehouse at this party. warehouse. And everyone that going is going like, yo, there's art there that's crazy. And so apparently his, his it was his grandpa's art depot. Oh, and he had shit. stored over 500 paintings that are all his, which are like close to a million dollars a piece. What a piece of shit. Well, no, I mean, it's his, it's his art shit. I'm not the kid, or you mean the kid having a the party? The kid, there. not the guy. The guy having a place to put his art, that makes sense. But, like, to have a bunch of kids at the art depot, it's like, like, like none of the art's going to get affected by it. That's like owning a fireworks factory and, like, let's have a blunt party over here. Yeah, like, exactly. You're gonna Just, what are you fire. doing? Yeah. What are you doing? So I find out where it goes, and I talk to the guys that I buy drugs for, and I was going to set it up. The biggest problem is I don't know where to sell black market art that's where you should have opened up the black market i should have gone to kuwait <laughs> you should have gone to kuwait should have called my friends um in colorado and see what, you guys know where i could have got so i never did it but i still hate that kid to this day now, i'm happy i didn't do it though because i would have there's a lot of times in my life where i could have taken a different path yeah that international arts dealer Stephen Fury, <laughs> not comedian Stephen Fury, you could still have been a bad guy slapping people just still, but you don't do. You're a nice guy now. Yeah, yeah. I definitely changed. I'm a completely different person, completely, and it's interesting to see. Yeah, just I just used to be so angry, and I mean, you were a teenager. Yeah, I was also like in my early twenties, and I also really liked to fight people, and. Bringing joy is a lot more. Fun. <laughs> I love that you're just like this is what I used to be. I was like you were a you were like a. Like a Sacramento drug dealer. Yes. I got shot. It's not that big of a deal. 100%. I was slapping people and getting out of the car, trying to steal art. Bro, I, I was wasn't that bad. Bro, like we were going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Katie. I don't need to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie's being fantastic. Um, yeah, that was a couple times. Two times in my life, I, my life could have took a different turn. I've the witnessed guy. crime. I witness crimes. I don't commit them. Yeah. So like, just like I like listening to stuff like that because I've watched. I've listened. I've watched someone get robbed in front of my whole family. We're eating dinner. We watched someone get robbed in front of us, and but like we knew the person who was doing the robbing. Mm. So we were just eating sandwiches on our front lawn, and this guy in front of our house robs someone for like their wallet. And then the, the dude who robbed, the dude who was robbing was like, hey, Jose, he did that. And then he ran away. The victim didn't even like, he knew not to go to the cop. We were going to snitch. But it was like, hey, how are you doing, Jose? And then he like ran away. So it's like, I, it's interesting hearing the stories because I've always seen crimes live. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I mean, if I'd have watched you do that, I'd also went like, hey, hey, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Esteban. And I ran away with six paintings. Yeah, happy I never did that. Yeah, because now you're a funny comic. Yeah, now it's just so much better. It's just, you know what the craziest one, man, was just the stress that you have all the time because of the people that you fucked over or the people that want to fuck you over. And it was just, uh, 
wasn't fun after a while. It prepared you for the industry such as mm-hmm. Hollywood. Yeah, I you did. You know, for comics fucking you over, but... For people fucking me over, I'm very well suited for that. Yeah, or people fucking... Anybody fucking you over, you can't just do the old Steve... Like, you can't just slap the head of Netflix. <laughs> How dare you? You know what I mean? You can't you do that. You promised me your showcase. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do shit like that. I don't even know if I could anymore. I'm so mm-hmm. beat to shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best decisions I ever got into was not robbing that guy and never get into selling cocaine. You were pretty close, huh? I was real close. The guy I was buying all the drugs with had an ounce. He was like, I'll front you this ounce. And you just said no? Yeah, man, because the problem is when you start selling that shit, you start, it's not even really, because, you know, most of the time, if you sell cocaine, most people doing it aren't dope fiends. Yeah. Right? No. They're just human beings yeah, that like to do people. cocaine. More people do cocaine than you think. Yeah, they, that's yeah. what I learned when I got older. When you get older, cocaine is like weed in like, mm-hmm. like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, it is. A lot of people do cocaine. And it's just like, like oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Now now I'm not surprised by anybody. If I yeah. see a priest or a nun doing cocaine, I'm like, that makes sense, man. You got to you gotta stay up for Jesus, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got to pray more, dog. I get it. I'll slay them all of them cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, that's, I think, this episode. We actually banged that out. That was fun. Katie, thank you very much. You crushed very hard. Saul, good to see you. Anything you guys want to say? Anything on pro? Uh, no, man. I'm just excited to be Saul Trujillo International Commercial Actor Flow for Little Caesars. I can't wait to see it, buddy. <laughs> see you guys next time. Peace.